What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine Podcast. This is episode 104. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. And for the third time, what up? We are battling through some Wi-Fi issues, you know, but we continue to fight through it because we're professional podcasters and we have golf to talk about. So we will keep this fight alive. You now have your Wi-Fi thing down your pants. You said you are connected to your internet, literally, figuratively, all of it. And uh, you said your girlfriend's looking at you all weird, wondering what's going on over there. But we're going we're gonna to keep fighting. We're battling. I, I usually mm-hmm. record at my little desk in the corner of my uh, bedroom. I am not there. I am very comfortably on my couch. I do have to admit I'm doing this on my couch, which I actually kind of like. This might be my new thing Yeah, now. it's a little leisure. You got a little handheld mic. You look like, hey, let's see you talk about, you want to talk about golf? Oh, yeah, I'm ready to talk about golf. I like this. This might be my new weekly thing. I'm very comfortable right be- now. You gotta get sponsored by a golf, by a couch company. Yeah, or like IKEA or something. What were those like Dean's furniture store in Massachusetts where the guy's like, I'll throw in three couches, four armchairs, three end tables, and my dog if you if for four ninety nine. Well the others take that. I doubt it. That guy, the I doubt it guy. I doubt still it. kicking up there? No, uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, he was the best. You'd throw uh, in all these um, things and he'd be like, Will the other guys do that? I doubt it. And you're like, Yeah, I guess I doubt it too, Dean. I'll buy all these pieces of furniture from you. No, we have uh, we have Bob's and Jordan's. Those are the two big ones up here. Oh yeah, yeah. Jordan's is classic. They're like, if the Red Sox win the World Series, we'll give you everything in our store for free. Yep, they're big time. They put everything on. My uh, aunt and uncle fans. got their whole free. Uh, they got their whole TV room for free from the Red Sox winning the World Series. Years Did ago, they actually? Four. They bought it like in advance, and they're like that year. They're like. Check the box or whatever, and if the Red Sox win the World Series, we'll write a check to you. And the Red Sox won. Like here you go. That's crazy, right? Unbelievable. Anyway, after all that furniture talk, um, yeah. The ladies, ha- I know Big Tone won the three M Open. Um, he was he was kind of handed the three M Open. Mister Scott Piercy, I think had a what a four or five shot lead standing on the ten tee box on on Sunday, or something. He like had that. five lead five stroke lead through eight. For sure. Yikes. Then he had that one really bad hole where he threw it all away. You usually win a golf tournament when you're winning by five on the eighth hole. On a Sunday. Yeah, it's usually pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not easy for Scott Piercy. Uh, he made a lot of mistakes coming home. He didn't get out of fairway bunker on the first try. Then he put it in the water. Then blah, 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 blah. And then Tony Finau is leading by four shots, I think, on what, the 18th hole. And then he puts his tee shot in the water. Yeah, it's like Sir Nick Faldo was like, just put it in the fairway with your little driver iron there. What are you doing? Big Tone's like, watch this one. He pulls one of us <laughs> and just hits a high floater to the right and it goes right in. And then he had that whole kind of decision to go for. He's still counting down his strokes, but, you know, it was it was an easy win for him there at the end. Yeah, he was the betting favorite entering the week. Not a huge surprise that he won. He was playing really good golf. He was the best golfer in that field, and that field was terrible. I'm not yeah, 100% and t- sure. And we were we talking talk about it earlier this year, but when Big Tone got, gets on a heater, I mean, since April, he's T2 at the Mexican Open, T4 at the Charles Schwab, second place at the Canadian Open, 13th at the Travelers, first at the 3M. So Big Tone, after a slow start to the season, uh, is definitely back to being Big Tone. And he's winning. He's closing out tournaments, which is good to see. Yeah, which is cool. He won the uh, – which one did he win last year? Northern Trust. Is that the one? Yes. Over uh, Cam Smith, I believe, actually. Because I think Cam Smith hit a drive in the water on like the playoff hole or something. Um, but yeah. yeah, man, big time. Did you watch any of the? Did you watch any of the girls? Because I would be lying to you if I told you I watched any of the three M Open. Because I did not. Yeah, I caught just the end. I I, I caught the three M right when PRC hit it into that bunker, and I was like, oh, that's a weird lie. Let me stick around and see how this plays out. And then I was, it was very. I'm not a big Scott Piercy guy, um, so it was fun to see him kind of choke it away there. But, uh, yeah, I was switching back and forth between that and the women. The women, like Golf Channel, I don't understand. Like, I know, like, they, they, so they, they left the women's major in the middle of the major on Sunday to go to the men's Senior British Open. And for the life of me, I have no idea who is interested in senior golf. Like, I, would love I don't know what that see- audience is. I would love to see the television numbers for senior golf every week, even their majors. Even their majors. Like, I love golf. I don't care whoever wins any senior event. Uh, it's just like, it, it's it's not competitive. It just doesn't, just, it's like, 
it's blah to me. And so like for them to skip that to go over to the, to the senior open. So then they put the women's uh, what on like CNBC. And th- thankfully for me, like my YouTube TV tells me like, you know, what, what things are on. It's very easy to find. But if you if like you're just trying to find the women's golf on Sunday, there's no shot you're finding on CNBC. That was me. I, I, I was around. watching. Yeah, I was watching. All of a sudden it wasn't on. They came back from commercial break. I'm like, where are the ladies at? And I had to go shuffling through like BA's tweets. I think she ended up, I think she said something about where it was going, but it was a pain. Yeah, that's another thing too. Like not everyone's on Twitter too. So if like you're just a casual fan, you're like, well, I guess the women's tournament isn't on. So I guess I just won't watch that. Yeah, it was BS, but the tournament was fantastic. Uh, the golf course was kind of cool. It seemed like really tight, uh, very tight fairways, uh, a lot of undulation. It was hot as shit, I guess. I guess it was in the nineties all week long. Uh, Brooke, Brooke Henderson gets her second major. I think her last major came in 2016, I believe. So it's been a while, which is mm-hmm. crazy because I don't feel like she's that old. So did she win her first major when she was like 19 or something ridiculous? Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Imagine doing something so cool at such a young age. That doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I won two state championships my senior year in high school, so I get it. And in, in what? Soccer and basketball. Oh, hell yeah. Look at you. So, yeah. Played a game in the Boston Garden before they tore it down. No big deal. What an athlete. Yeah. That's how old you are. That's how old Uh you are. That's insane. Wow. You're talking to a uh, Massachusetts high school sports legend. That's incredible. Good for you. Six man on the basketball team. So maybe not. Maybe legend is overstating. But yes, I I know what it's like to be successful at a young age. And hopefully for her, for me, that was my peak. So hopefully for her, that's not her peak. (laughs) Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. It was all downhill from there. Yeah, but yeah, the leaderboard for the ladies was was loaded. Nelly was up there for a while. She struggled on um, was it Saturday afternoon? She had a stretch where she wasn't playing well. But I tweeted about it. I I was watching her. I think it was either a first or second round. I don't remember which one. It was probably her first round, I believe. And I think on ten straight holes, she hit her approach shot to like ten feet. It was an absolute clinic. She has one of the best swings in golf. I was just taking notes for my next rain session, just watching her swing. She has a swing where whenever I come across it on like Twitter, like you tweeted something, you like quote tweeted it. When I see the swing, I watch it like five or six times just because it's like, I'm in awe of just how simplistic it is. It's incredible. And then like how she just bombs it with like just such easy flowing, like no like swinging out of her shoes, crazy, bring the club back fast, go through, she's just I just sit there. And go, How can I get that tempo? How can I? It's it's not that crazy of a tempo. No, no. Her swing is literally legitimately perfect. If you okay, yeah, here we perfect. go. Perfect. Who are your Who are your top three swings in golf? Top three. Man, top three swings in golf. Vintage three. Tiger. Okay. So like what? Like two thousand oh one Tiger. Yeah, when he was just beating everybody by 900, and then he switched that swing for some reason. I think that was the uh, – what's his name? What's the old white dude, vet guy's name? Butch? Butchie. Uh, but right now in the game, I don't yeah, know. Present, I mean, I like, present love, day. Uh, present day. Adam Scott, of course. I think mm-hmm. it's beautiful. And he's beautiful, too. Um, who else? I like Cam Young's swing. I, I like the I like the um, the slowness of it and then just how he just wallops it. And uh, who else do I like? Who, who are your three? Let me try to think of that one. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. Mine are pretty, probably pretty, just standard. Like Rory's, uh, Rory's one of them. I don't know if I have. Shocker! I don't know. I, I don't know if I have. Well, like Rory, a, Rory, and I'll go uh, third. I'll go Rory. Rory's, Rory's driver, one, two, Rory's iron, and Rory's putting stroke. No, it's <laughs> um probably Rory, Nelly. I don't know if I have an order. Those are just like my top. Um. I love Fino. Like I like Fino and Rom swings because they're just so like so short. short. Like I'm just amazed by how short their back swings are and how they just just crush the ball. I agree. I like like yeah, like I like the traditional like Nelly and like you know Adam Scotts, but then like those two guys, it's like wow, this is a, you can play this game in so many different goddamn ways. I have my three. Okay, who? Rory, Nelly, Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood's got that abbreviated follow through that he just sticks every time. And the sound that mm-hmm. his golf ball, like when you see those videos on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, where it's like 30 seconds of 
just pure ball striking that the ball sounds sick going through like the camera or whatever through the camera. It's always Tommy Fleetwood because he's just he strikes the shit out of it. Yeah. And it might be like his hair moving cool in slow motion or something that also adds to it. But Tommy, yeah, I remember has I heard a couple years ago, say like if Tommy Fleetwood ever cut his hair, would he have as many fans as he does? Like he just absolutely if he didn't have the long hair. He'd just be like unnoticeable. He'd be like every other guy on the tour. It's that is 100 percent true. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Cam Smith would have the mystique around him if he still had a buzz cut? No, I just I saw a picture of him from a couple years ago the other day without it. And yeah, he looked like without his mullet. He just looked like. like yeah, he won the. Um, I think the the first when he won the Zurich in uh, a couple years ago, he just had a buzz cut. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Something something about you ever watch Rick Shields on YouTube, by the way. Uh, I used to I used to back in the day. Uh, I haven't watched them. I haven't watched them in a little bit. I, I watched like a video like here and there. You know what I mean? I, but I, I know who Rick Shields he, is. Yeah. yeah. So he's this big YouTuber, but he has these, um, he has this series where he plays with some pros. So he played, I bring this up because he played with Tommy Fleetwood recently in one of his videos. He played 18 holes with Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, I watched and that played, one. And like they played in like horrible conditions, like in, in England, like rain and cold. And the whole time, like Tommy Fleet was just carrying his bag, like a total normal guy, like just go, playing, like, oh yeah, it's raining, it's cold, it sucks, but yeah, this, this is great. Let's keep playing. I kept thinking, like, man, like <laughs> it would be a tough like other PGA Tour members, especially Americans, to do that, to keep shooting that video. And Shields just did one the other day with uh, Adam Scott in really horrible conditions the week before the Open at some legendary course over there. Uh, so. Those, those guys are like Fleetwood just seems like a really, really cool dude. Yeah, he does. He seems like a guy you would want to play golf with. hundred percent. There's a good series with these guys. So he starts, Rick Shields is a good golfer, you know, he shoots in the seventies and he starts with a 10 stroke lead over these guys and he sees if he can still beat them. It's, it's fun to watch. Very cool. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen them, they're very interesting videos. I mean, I would get, I would get smoked. Yeah, I would have to. I would have to start it. I would have to start it fifteen or twenty under. I think to have any any shot. The the Adam Scott one was great because the wind was so high. They were playing like this, you know, links course, and he. I think he shot over par. Adam Scott did, but it was like fun to watch him play like links in the wind and like in such like a relaxed atmosphere. Like he would talk about what kind of shots he was going to hit into these things. It's it's cool. It was a cool watch. That might be one of my favorite things about those videos is just because they're a little more relaxed and they talk they talk through everything. And that's where I learn most through those videos. Like I don't watch a bunch of instructional videos where it's like yeah. your right arm needs to be here, blah, blah, blah. But I do watch a, a good amount of videos more on like course management kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And I just like to see these personalities like Adam Scott with no one around him, you know, just playing golf with a buddy and like he was showing shields how to like line up certain putts and whatnot. No, just it's it's fun to see these guys as normal people. 100%. So all that to say, shout out Brooke Henderson from winning the uh, Avion. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out Big Tone. Um, we talked about it a little bit before we came on officially, but the other day uh, I saw this thing on Reddit. And it was at the time, it's no longer the rankings because I think this was um, almost a week ago now. It might have even been taken before the Open, but the top 15 ranked players in the world on the PGA Tour versus the top 15 ranked players in the world on the Live Tour. And yes, I wrote about it. it. And um, I didn't really write about it, but I I went through each matchup and predicted the winner. So I want to take you through all 15 matchups, and I want to see, I don't know if you read mine, but I want to see if we have a similar record by the end of it. Yes. I read okay. it. It was great. It was, it was killing on Parsley yesterday. So I checked it out and I was like, hey, I know who wrote that. My friend Riley Amel did that. <laughs> well, thank you. So, uh, so yeah, let's go through these matchups. And forewarning, a couple of these names are not on Liv, but they are heavily rumored to be joining Liv very soon. So I just went with it. Yeah. And it was, again, this is just from some guy on Reddit uh, who came up with it. And those two, the two guys you mentioned are very rumored to be on Liv. So let's just pretend that they are. Yeah, so we'll just put them on the live side and we'll go through these. So number the first one, Scotty Scheffler versus Cameron Smith. Oh, probably, arguably, arguably, probably the two best golf. Well, it's not arguably. They're, I think they're number one and number two in the official World Golf Rankings. But mm-hmm. the two best players in the world in 2022, Scotty versus Cam. Who you got? 
Uh, I love Scotty. He won the match play this year. He beat Rom in the Ryder Cup last year. Uh, Cameron Smith hot as hell in this so right now. I would take Scotty Scheffler in that. I'm going to take Scotty Scheffler. I also take Scotty. I think uh, nice. experience, because we are doing match play, so I think that plays into a little bit of it making this decision. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, Scotty, Scotty tore, tore up match play. That'd be a hell of a show. I don't know. I'd, I'd watch that. That would be unbelievable. Um, second one, Rory McIlroy versus Hideki Matsuyama. Who? I'm saying it like that because he's live. Man, uh, it's got to be Rory the way he's playing right now. Uh, Adeki had like a 14 on the whole last Thursday in Minnesota and pulled out of the tournament after that. So uh, Rory would win that. Yeah, what's going on with him? I feel like he's WD'd several times this year. I know he did. Didn't he WD from the players? Um, I think he WD'd from Valero as well before the Masters because everyone was like, oh, what are we going to do without the defending champion or whatever? Yeah. A lot of injuries. And he, put, he really did. He put three balls in the water on 18 on Thursday. Yeah, not great. Not, not great. Yeah. No. Third like one. There. Yeah, 2-0. So 2-0 PGA Tour. Yeah, 2-0. And so far, we have the same We have the same so far. Uh, number three is Patrick Cantlay versus Dustin Johnson. Man. I'm just thinking about how slow those two guys would be on the greens together in this match. Just. It would be the longest match of all time. <laughs> um, I got to go DJ just because of the success he's had in match play uh, at the uh, Ryder Cup last year. And he's still, he's still Dustin Johnson. I'll go DJ there, 2-1. Two, two, yeah, that was – did I go – oh, I also gave it to DJ. There you go. Oh, no, yeah, look DJ, at us. DJ was 5-0 and oh at the Ryder Cup. Cantley's Cantley's last five starts, his worst finish is T14, so he's playing great golf. Um, DJ's also won the match play event in Dallas. Um, He's coming off a pretty good, was a top 10 at the Open, I think. So, like, he's playing, he's coming, flashing some form a little bit. Uh, Cantley screwed me a couple weeks ago, too, in in Connecticut. So, at the Travelers, he was my pick. He was one off the league going into Sunday and shot a fucking 95 or something on Sunday. So, Cantley. (laughs) 95. (laughs) <laughs> I hate Cantley's guts right now. So yeah, just DJ. As much okay. as it pains me to go DJ, I'll go DJ. Yeah, it's all good. All right. So yeah, so so far, two and one again. Um my my explanation on this match was very short, but John Rom versus Abraham Answer. John Rom by a million. Okay. All right. Three one. Uh this one sneaky good match here. On paper, I said, just because with how one of them is playing right now. Uh Xander Shoffley versus Brooks Kepka. Xander Shop. Oh man, Brooks Kepka, like for four years ago, maybe, but Brooks Kepka now is a terrible golfer. Xander Shoffley's a very good golfer. Xander Shoffley in a route. Yeah, that's what I said. I said literally my words were on paper, this match is a good one, but it won't be. It's pretty much what I said. No. Yeah. 4 1 PG or uh my my, my explanation was one word for this one. Uh Justin Thomas versus versus Louis Ustazen. Oh, JT by a million. Mm-hmm. I just said, ha, 500 PGA Tour. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one you might catch me or you might give me a little grief for because of who it involves. Uh, Colin Morikawa mm-hmm. versus Bryson DeChambeau. Colin Morikawa, even though he's been struggling lately. Uh, I don't know. De- DeChambeau injured. Uh, is more concerned about making YouTube videos. Ed wouldn't be in it. Colin Morikawa all day. I, see, I get you. I actually, so I said if both had their A games, I would have gave it to Kyle Morikawa. But he has seemingly forgotten how to hit his cut shot all of a sudden, and he just like yeah. can't play golf. Very strange. I don't know what's going on. Bryson just had, I think, a top 10 at the Open, so I gave it to Bryson, but I did say if they were both currently playing their best golf, I think Colin beats him pretty handily. But Colin yeah, has Bryson is your guy, so I'm not surprised there at all. I know yeah, you love Bryson. Yeah, that's true. I love Bryson. By the way, I saw last night on YouTube, Bryson, a new YouTube, YouTube video where he plays some like younger pro player in a nine-hole match or something. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I saw that. YouTube? I popped up on What's my um, YouTube like uh, – Golf like bar. Yes. I mean everyone <laughs> – I'm going to explain this like everyone out there listening is an idiot. But when you go on YouTube, like YouTube suggests videos what? based That's- on what, what you watch or whatever. And that yeah. popped up in like the golf category. And it was like, I take on a pro. It's like, that's not a, that dude like works at a country club. What are we doing here, bro? This is what you're doing. Instead of playing on the PGA tour, you're making fucking YouTube so videos. Weird. You weirdo. 
So that's we talked about last time. You had that one video. I was like, "How low can I go on nine holes?" It's like, what are you? What are we doing out there? Imagine being that how low you can go on nine holes. Wow, he hit it far. He got a birdie. Wow. Imagine being that blessed with the ability to play golf, and you're like, you know what? I don't want to go win the Masters. I don't want to play at all these meaningful events. I'm gonna go play at Pumpkin Ridge in Portland, and then make a YouTube Mm. video with fucking Gary down the street. That's what I'm gonna do in my life. Can I beat Gary from down the street next week on my YouTube channel? But yes. yes. Okay. Colin Morikawa. Okay. So you have it so far uh, 6-1, I believe. Six, I, had it, I had it 5-2. Victor Hovland versus Paul Casey. Mm, Victor Hovland. Oh, Victor Hovland. Okay. I said yeah, don't overthink Paul this Casey. one. Take the guy that's better at golf. There we go. Yeah. Paul Casey is 700 years old. Uh, Matty Fitz versus Jason Kolklek. Your boy. Oh, Jesus. Your boy, Coke Crack. City. This is Coke Crack. Uh, if this was to see who could finish, you know, 30th to 40th in a, in a PGA Tour event, it'd be Coke Crack. But uh, <laughs> I like fits in this in a one on one matchup. That's what no one can finish 34th better than Jason Coke Crack. No one can tie for 38th better than Jason Coke Crack. This, yeah. this one's sneaky good. I know we both don't really love the guy as of right now because of what he said about the Ryder Cup and, and live. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Burns versus Taylor Gooch. I think that would be a sneaky uh, good one. Yeah, two younger guys, but uh, Sam Burns, all the set, what is he won three times this year? Yeah, Taylor Gooch has one win, and it was like in the silly season when no one was playing. Mm-hmm. And you know, t- Taylor Gooch has the experience of playing in such legendary, you know, atmospheres as the Portland uh, Pumpkin Gate Open. So Correct. he understands like what would happen. And, but yes, I would take Sam Burns all day. He knows how to handle the pressure is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, I get that. I mean, to play in the, the live Portland event, it's one of the most intense sporting events in all sports. It is in all of sports. And to be on the t- championship team, like that's a, that's experience you can bring with you anywhere. But I still think even with all that experience and uh, championship hardware, I think you would still lose. <laughs> Bummer for Gooch. <laughs> Yeah. The next one is probably the match that would get the most eyeballs just because it's fant- it would be fantastic. And the picture that I used in the article is amazing because they're wearing matching outfits and it's an it's just an incredible photo. Looking back at it now, mm-hmm. Jordan Spieth versus Patrick Reed. The old yeah. the old Ryder Cup the old Ryder Cup duo. Yeah, and this pains me to say it, but I'm gonna go Patrick Reed in this one. Damn. He lives for these kind of moments where Spieth, I don't have his Ryder Cup one-on-one history memorized, but I just don't feel like it's uh, – it's, I don't think you'd – I don't think he's the best match player. I think he's good in the two-on-two teams, but mm-hmm. I would take uh, – yeah, I would take Patrick Reed as much as that pains me to say. I think I, w- like I would take 2015 Jordan. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like both prime or whatever, but as of right now, yeah. it's a, a Patrick Reed is like the American version of Ian Poulter. Like he's like yeah. okay, he's gonna win some events, but when it comes to match play, he like turns into one of the best players in the world. It would be that matchup would be two of the worst like shirts hat combinations ever to play to each other. The worst style of all time would be that match. <laughs> Under Armour stinks at shirts and hats; they stink at it. And then you get Patrick Green, who just I think he designs his own clothes. They're terrible, dude. You remember? I forget if it was the opener, what tournament it was. Remember when Jordan showed up in that shirt that. The yeah, Under Armour logo the, uh, took the over the entire back of it. It was the entire back had, like, of his shirt. like a big number the on the back of it. Yeah. It was for a practice round. And it had like a big number. It was like black and then a big white number on the back, like seven or something. It was, like, was it was against PGA Tour rules. He had to ch- he had to yeah, put something could've... over it because yeah. it was too big. Yeah. Unreal. But yeah, so me the patch I gave that one. I gave that one to Spieth. But now we have the we have the same record now. Nine two PGA Tour. Okay. Willie Z versus Sergio Garcia. Uh, Willie Z. I also Sergio, gave it to Although Willie Sergio Z. was really good in match play. Uh, I like the young, fiery Willie Z in that matchup. I do too. Uh, I think Willie Z not being a great putter going against Sergio Garcia, who also can't putt, it kind of evens that mm-hmm. out. Two really good ball strikers, though. Um, yes. But yeah, Sergio, his last top 20 on the PGA Tour came in November of 2021. And Willie Z has finished runner up in pretty much every single tournament he's ever played in. So I'll take Willie Mm -hmm. Z in that one. 
Next one, this one's kind of a laugher again because one of them has legitimately forgotten how to play golf, but Big Tone versus Matty Wolf. <laughs> Big Tone by six trillion. I don't know. I, they I might not even make Matty the turn. Wolf. They might, they're, they're going to make the turn and then be done on 10. You're going to aim them. Got, yeah, like I, I've, I have forgotten all about Matthew Wolf. Let me go over his PGA Tour resume for you in 2022. I know he's a live guy, so he hasn't played on tour in a couple months, but he, he mm-hmm. teed it up in 12 PGA Tour events in 2022. 12 starts. He missed seven cuts. So that means, what's that math? He made five weekends. Two of those finishes were outside the top 60. So he pretty much came in last twice of everybody that made the cut. And he finished inside the top 30 one time. And I think it was a top 25 at the Travelers or something. Yeah. yeah. Not Jesus. great. Yeah, not good. I, I remember when he first came out, where did he, where, where did he win? Did he win to Minnesota? Uh, no, didn't Detroit? he win the three M Open? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like texting my buddies being like, this guy, Matty Wolf, is going to be a great Ryder Cupper for years to come. He's young, fiery, great college player. I wish you player. tweeted that. I think I might. I think I might have. If I go back, <laughs> search and he's oh. old Matthew Wolf takes. But yeah, I was like all on the Matthew Wolf train, and now it's like, I mean, he geez, stinks geez. at golf. He stinks. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It's Let's crazy. See if I can search Twitter. Yeah, can you search like keywords like that? Can you just search like yeah. your username and then Matthew Wolf or something? Yeah. Um. Let's My see pick here. to win the 2019 Masters, Matthew Wolf. <laughs> no, I don't. I can't find it. All I can find is uh, from 2021. Matthew Wolf winning the U.S. Open would be pretty darn awesome. Don't remember that. And here's that was Matthew when he re- Wolf has eight birdies today and is one under. Remember when he had eight birdies at the uh, U.S. Open? Yeah, eight birdies and was one under on the round. That is so sick. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sick. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, I must have just—I must have only texted that. Love that. What's what's our next match? So we're uh, we're both eleven and two PGA Tour right now. Uh, next right. match: Max Homa versus Lee Westwood. Oh, Max Homa. Yep, me not too. Even, not even a question. Yep, I said Westwood has the experience. Westwood has the Ryder Cup appearances. Westwood has been there and done that, and it all doesn't matter. Yep. Max is better at golf. That's it. Westwood has 92 trips around the moon. He's like 92 years old. No one gives a fuck. Uh, 12-2 PGA Tour. Going to the last one. I do have to admit, I did kind of um, I did kind of bitch out about this last one just because I couldn't choose, so I just gave it a half. So my final tally was 12-2-1 or whatever. This mm-hmm. one, I said that this matchup might bring fireworks, and they may not be caused by good play. Let's just say that. Billy Ooh, Horschel. Okay. Versus Ian Poulter. Oh, the man. two largest psychopaths in professional yes. golf going up against each other. Poulter. I love amazing yeah. match play player. Billy Horschel has won the WGC match play before. Horschel's ranked number 15 in the world. Poulter's ranked 103rd. Mm-hmm. So who you got? I'd take, I'd take Horschel in this easily. I think, I think Poulter's. I think Polter really like he, we had that great day at Medina, and I think since then in the match plays and stuff he's struggled. So I'm not that big, but not that con- I wouldn't be that concerned. I would take Billy Ho all day. All right, there you go. So your record thirteen, uh, PJ Tour live two. I had twelve two and mm-hmm. one, so right around the same thing. Just because I kind of twelve two and one, you had a tie. Yeah, I I I I, I couldn't choose between Horseshoe and Polter, so I just tied him. <sighs> Tie? It's, a co- it's a cop out. I, it was a cop out. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> How do you do that? How do you sit at home by yourself and you go, well, this one, I can't pick a winner. I'm just going to go top. How do you do that? Late tie that one. You were there all the way to the end. And then you, you had this fire column. And then at the end, you go tie. Yep. Tie. I ended it with a tie. Such a PXG move. It's, by it's right tough. There. I wish I could have hid the tie somewhere in the middle, but it's literally yeah. the last thing someone read was it's a tie. <laughs> so. <laughs> so someone got to the bottom there. This, what? Jesus, this guy, what a cop out by this guy. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. It's a tough look looking back. Tie? What are you going to do? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I as it stands right now, the, the PGA Tour, because that's been bouncing around now that the two leagues, or it looks mm-hmm. like obviously Liv is going to be sticking around for a while. 
it's yeah. been been bouncing around like oh i wonder like a pga tour versus live would be a very funny weekend um right so i thought that was kind of cool and uh speaking of live i saw your post too the other day on that phil mickelson video and i had to sit through that whole video of live guys like promoting like david Faraday. like Faraday's mm-hmm. like this real i just love how people are like oh very he says the craziest things it's gonna be unbelievable to watch him call this it was like Really? Is it? Like, he's fine. They act like David Faraday is, like, the funniest guy to ever step on the planet. Like, And, yeah. and it's not just live. Like, even, like, before live. Like, everyone's like, like, when Faraday had his own show, he's like, I'm zany. I'm crazy. I'll say anything. And, like, th- does he really? Yeah, did he? They, everyone, <laughs> like, back in the day, was he doing that? Because I've never seen Faraday. I mean, granted, his little voice. I don't know if you played Tiger Woods 05 on PS2 back in the day. But he mm-hmm. used to like make fun of you if you took too long or whatever. That was always funny. But yeah. on actual TV, I've never seen Faraday be like saying some crazy shit. He's always just been no, like, I mean, oh, he, Faraday's like solid. He'll say something where like Dan Hicks would be like, oh, oh, oh Faraday, you got a wow, wow, wow. Or like, <laughs> I know, I watch a lot of comedy. I like a lot of comics. I'm like, so what's, what was the funny part there, Hicks? Oh, he's saying you gotta hit the ball like it's going in the wind with your wife's open purse. And you're like, I'm sorry, what is what's funny there? Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, I've so- like I've I've I don't have anything against him. I've always no. just thought he was like solid. But yeah, you are you you are correct in saying that they're acting like they grabbed like Jim Nance and stole him from CBS or whatever. It's like it's fucking David Faraday. He's been in a tower for the last ten years. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah, and I can't. I think it's going to be even cringier. I think it might be even cringier now. Their broadcast with him because there's just so much cringe already with uh, that Foltz guy and that uh, English dude called EPL. Like that we talked about before, how cringy their broadcasts are. Now Faraday's going to try to like be extra Faraday. That whew, that's going to be a tough watch. And now they have been talking to Charles Barkley, and I love Charles Barkley. He's great on TNT. Not a great golf announcer. Like his stick. In golf, it's, I don't. I don't think you can go for four, three or four hours, three times a week. Yeah, every once in a while at the match, Charles Barkley is very funny because it it happens once a year, and it's like, oh, Charles, that was that's like a lot of funny stuff. But man, eight, fifteen times a year, three days a week, that is going to get old very quickly at Charles Barkley. Because the main thing when Charles does, uh, when he does uh, golf, like oh, this is what Charles does. Like, like someone goes, Charles. You're too fat to do that. And he goes, oh, I'll come out of this booth. I'll beat your butt in golf. He's like, oh, yeah, but you eat a lot of food because you're fat. He's like, I know I'm fat, but I can still beat you. And they're like, all right, we'll be right back from commercial. Yeah, that's pretty much it's it. It's just him making fun of that he's fat, but he's like, I can play. I, I can play golf now. And they're like, well, your old golf swing sucks. He's like, well, I'm better I'll play. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so who knows? But whatever. It would be something if Charles Barkley takes that job and can't do his TNT job. Yeah, what do you think would happen a, with that? You think TNT Turner would be like, uh, "Yeah, you're out of here too, buddy." I don't know. He said on Dan Patrick this week that he hadn't talked to his TNT bosses, but there was rumors that if he took it, he couldn't go. But he said he makes twenty million dollars a year for that TNT job. That's I believe that. That's good. I believe that. He said, 100%. If they, he said if Liv offered him sixty million, he would go. Jesus. Imagine thinking that $20 million isn't enough money. Yeah. A year. A year. A year. Every two weeks, get his paycheck. You're like, whew, man, that's a lot of money. God. Two weeks later, whew, that's a lot of money. This is good. Jesus. So, yeah, I think there's a live this week. Is that the one in New Jersey? Yeah, they're going up to uh, to Trump Bedminster. Bedminster. Yep. Trump. And, um, and thank God they're reaching a, a place on earth that doesn't have a bunch of golf. Yeah, the game they're going to grow the game. They're going to shit out of the game in New Jersey. Love that. I had a friend in Jersey. She, they called the other day and they said, "What's that? What's that game that you play with the clubs and the ball again? Is it baseball?" I go, in "No, field? no, it's golf." They go, "Oh, no, okay." It's golf. So they're going to put Lives some fertilizer soon. all over. They're going to put some <laughs> golf fertilizer all over New Jersey this week, and they're going to grow that game. Thank God, we need somebody to do it. They're coming to. <laughs> I don't know. If it's their next stop, but I, their Boston's coming up on their schedule, I think the first weekend of September. Yeah. Or are they going up to the international up there in Boston? Yeah. Actually, did you see that starting next year, they're having like a qualifying tournament and they're going to give three spots to just like whoever wants to qualify for the uh, tour? 
Yeah, they need to do that, right? To like to back up their their strength of trying to get the world ranking points because right now it's just invitational. Let me just it's just guys that are there, so they have to do something to make it seem competitive and a world balance to get those points. Yeah, which is the, get- now it's that's all it's, it's about. Like once they have to get the world rankings, or they're in trouble. I think they'll end up probably doing that. Yeah, and I guess to get world ranking points, they're going to have to convert it to seventy two holes, and it's like, well, now that's just like. It's crazy. Man, the, the name Liv is for 54, right? It's Roman numerals for 54. So they'd mm-hmm. have to change the name of it to whatever. whatever. It would have been Roman really cool if you could have done that to the top of your head. Uh, I would have given you a lot of credit I have no, for that. I think, it's, I think it's preposterous that the NFL still calls their Super Bowls over like the Roman numerals. So what are we doing here? Super Bowl 57, L- Super Bowl 58. Livy. Livy. I don't want to hear it from anybody if that's wrong. L I Livy Tour. No, L I Are you just doing it off the top of your head? I'm just trying to. I don't know. I don't know Roman numerals that want to. Let me give let no, me give does? one more try. L L Oh, okay. No. L I I wrong, 70. Wrong. Correct? No. No. I'm looking at the answer right now. You're 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 hundred percent wrong. Well, oh my god. Wrong. Wait, 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 wait. It's easy. L X X I I. Bingo. Fuck yeah, baby. I don't know why I thought Let's there for see. a second that I didn't know why I, in my head for that split second I thought I was ten. I was an idiot. But yeah, L X X I. It's insane that we're still using Roman numerals. It's crazy. Insanity. You know, I took Latin in, in uh, high school. You Isn't that insane? It. Isn't that I'm crazy? Losing. It's <laughs> not surprising. You're a PXG guy. Of course, you took Latin. You're yeah, to be it was the easiest class I ever took. It was either that or say some we, Latin to me right now. We were we were forced or not for yeah, it was kind of forced. We had to take a uh, foreign language. So freshman yeah. year, I took Spanish. I'm like, that's bullshit because if I'm I'm not never going to use like a foreign language. I'm just not good at it. Maybe if I was good at it, I would use it. I didn't understand it, so I'm like, it's either I struggle through Spanish or I just get through Latin. So I took Latin instead. God, what a what a quitter! Mm-hmm. You could, you're like, I'll never use this language that's used by a ton of people. Could have used it every single day, <laughs> but instead, I'll take this language that's never. It's used by just dead people. Like, you, I'm I'm not saying 15 year old me was smart. He was just looking for an easy way out, and I found it. But now I don't know Spanish. It's tough. Yeah, I could use it every day. S O C K S. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. See, there was this old ad for um, what was that? Hooked on phonics. And they go, they go, speaking Spanish is easy. Spell socks. And the guy goes, S-O-C-K-S. And he goes, yeah, you, already, you already learned Spanish. S-O-C-K-S means something in Spanish. That I can't it remember it's, right I don't remember either. But yeah. S-O-C-K-S. It sounds good when you say it in the, uh, I like that. Yeah, I took a bunch of Spanish and I took t- two semesters of French in college and I can't speak a lick of either of them. Whoa. Although, I, no, I can, sp- I can speak a little Spanish. Ready? Yo yep. quiero comer con mis hermanos y mis hermanas. Say it again. Yo quiero comer con mis hermanas y mis hermanos. Uh, you want to do something with your brothers and sisters? Yes, I want to eat with my brothers and sisters. Eat. See, I know a li- I know it a little. <laughs> yeah. I definitely can't speak it. I, I like I would be able to pick up on it, like if someone was talking to me, because I know it, you know. I can understand it. I definitely can't speak it. No. All right, let's get back. To, what, what are we talking about? What is this what, podcast this? about? We're talking about live. This is what happens when we come Spanish. off the of 3M Open. And we got uh, the Detroit Open this weekend. I do have to say, when I, I, I was waking, I woke up this morning, I started, you know, get a little cup of coffee. I started writing my little best bets article. I was in my mind, I'm like, I have no idea what me and Andy are going to talk about today. No idea. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to make this long enough. This is going to be a 10 minute episode and we're 40 minutes in. Latin. We haven't I'll even bring up how we, I studied Latin in high school. I'll bring that up. Hopefully we that haven't even 20 minutes. Yeah. We haven't even mentioned the rocket mortgage classic and we're 40 minutes no. into the show. So job well done. I think <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. Let's get into this Detroit open. Yeah. You want to do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Donald Ross designed Detroit golf club. Uh, we got Beautiful some guys place. to watch this week, which is fun. Um, mm-hmm. if you guys aren't familiar with the golf course, I'm pretty sure Noah Lang up did uh, an episode there. I'm almost positive. Yeah. At Detroit golf club for one of their, mm-hmm. um, for one of their Tour series sauce. there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
It's a very cool golf course. Tree lined. Looks like fun. It's going to be immaculate shape. Uh, Cam Davis, the Australian one last year. I think Bryson won the year before. Bombers yep. can take it kind of just turns into like a wedge competition. Another tournament that the winning score is probably going to be like 18 to 20 under or something like that. But we got some names to watch this week, which is fun because last week we really didn't. Patrick Cantlay's in there. He's the betting favorite. Tony Finau, Will Zalatoris. Um, I can just kind of run through the yards. Yeah, Cantlay, Finau, Zalatoris, Max Homa, Cameron Young, Adam Scott, Cameron Davis, Mav, Webb Simpson, Kisner, Davis Riley, um, Sahith. There's some names this week, which makes it a yeah. little bit more fun. So that's awesome. Uh, do you have some? Actually, before we get into some names you like, uh, I have a very short memory. Who did we pick last week for your Survivor thing? Did he oh, do okay? God, we, no, we did. We didn't make the cut. Shit. Cameron Tringale, dead to me. D e a d. Man, we really went with Cameron Tringale, huh? Uh, I, who was I? Who was I trying to get you on? Who did I mention last week? I don't think my, my I, guys didn't do great last week either. Yeah, I can't remember, but if you, if anyone listening out there remembers, call in, call in. We'll f- yep. Uh, who are you? Yeah, who, who are your initial thoughts this week? Well, I made my pick before coming on the air because I got confident and I went for it. Okay, I think uh, you're gonna like this pick. Let me try to guess it. Mm-hmm. Is it is it a is it a big name? Uh, relatively, relatively big name. Have they won before? Yes. Shit. Ask me another question. Have they won here before? No. Have they won this season? No. Mm-hmm. No. I have no idea. Adam Scott? <laughs> no. I don't know. Who is it? Uh, Kisner? Let me give you one hint. Adam, huh? Kevin Kisner? Kevin Kisner. He is my pick. I love that. Yeah. He's got, uh, what is he? He's, what, last time we saw him, oh, no, he, he played in the Open Championship. He had T6 at Travelers. He had, uh, he had a third. He was third here in 2020 and eighth here last year. He's got a scoring average, according to PGA Tour, of 68.5 here. Love so that. So he's my pick. KK, Kevin Kisner. Yeah, he's he's flashing. Four, did he, he made the cut at the Open, didn't he? Yeah, he finished 21 at the Open. Um, oh, I was going to say, I thought he had a pretty solid week over there. A couple weeks oh, off yeah. from the Hopin, which I like. I don't like, I just looked at his, I just looked at his results page. He had four missed cuts in a row. Byron Nelson, the PGA Championship, Charles Schwab in the U.S. Open. But then he's T6 of the Travelers, T21 at the Open. Kisner's uh, always, I liked, Kisner's always one of those guys that you kind of have to look at the golf courses where he misses the weekend because at Southern Hills, he was never going to make yeah, the cut at Southern Hills. True. Brookline. Is another like hard long one that he was never going to make at the cut at. He, which I love about Kevin Kisner, he says that too. And during a week, mm-hmm. he's like, "If I make the cut here, it'd be a miracle." Yeah, yeah. So I like Kiz. Kiz is my pick. I like that. I like Kiz. I know. I felt. I felt. Like? I just went with all my standard dudes because mm-hmm. this is my this is my argument. I've invested okay. way too much in Will Zalatoris not to pick him every week now because I can't miss it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's made me. He's mm-hmm. made me a good amount of money on top twenties. I've lost some money in dramatic fashion on him multiple times just this year. So I feel like every time he plays, I need to bet on him unless I really don't feel great about him. But I do think this week his length is going to be an advantage. It kind of turns into a ball striking competition where who can put the ball closest to the flag more often than not, and that's exactly what he does. He just has to hang around with the putter. Last year. He was six under through the first two rounds here, and then he just imploded over the weekend. So I'm not super worried about his finish. He just had two bad uh, rounds in a row. But he's 23rd this season in birdie or better percentage, so he makes a lot of birdies. Um, Par fours measuring 350 to 400 are going to be really important this week in that category. He's second on tour this season. Uh, so I think this this venue just kind of matches up really well for Will. So outright is plus fifteen hundred, and I think he's even plus money for a top twenty. So I like Willie Z in both of those. I like it, mm-hmm. Willie Z. And Willie I Z. guess you're also let me pick you another guy that you like. I guess you're gonna ride Mav McNeely. Nope, I'm off. He just he he, he what? 
Dude, he made like a, a fucking 30 on the last hole of the tournament last week. So I'm, I'm off of math. I'm going to miss Mav's oh, first one. I'm going to miss it. I don't care. <laughs> You're all right with that. Sometimes you guys got to be okay with stuff like that. Yeah, like I'm going to ride with Wills Altoris because he's going to win at some point, right? That's just what mm-hmm. is going to happen. Um, Mav might, who knows? I mean, he's very talented, but he doesn't seem to get it done down the stretch. So I don't 100% no. know. Um, I'm trying to see. Congrats to Mav McNeely on his win this week. Yeah, he was he was three under on the day. He might have been even been in the top twenty at one point, which I had him for a top twenty bet. And on Sunday, he bogeys seventeen, and then he makes a quad on eighteen and gets himself out of the top twenty. So I'm off a of math. Yeah, I'm off of it. Makes you could sense. probably you could probably guess a couple of the guys that I also like though. Like I think Max can have a great week this week. Yeah, his game's in really good form. One of the best ball strikers in the world. Um, I know he missed the cut at the open, but he tied for 16th the week before at the Scottish open. He was fifth at the Memorial. He had a couple, he just had a lot of really solid starts in a row. He was top 25 mm-hmm. at the rocket mortgage last year. Um, makes a good, a good amount of birdies outright plus 2000 top 20 is actually plus 140, which I think might be my lock of the week is top 20 for max plus 140. I think. I think. What do you think about Cameron Young? I think love Cam. I already bet Cameron. Had, I already bet Cameron Young. Yeah, I think yeah. he's the season he's had. I think it feels like this is like the place where he gets it done with a W. Yeah, my I have already um, put in my put in my official bet, real money on Cameron Young already. I usually wait for the <laughs> Man, day before, but I early. think yeah, I think I bet Cameron Young yesterday. I think it was either last night or on this a Monday. Morning. Just waking up and putting money on Cameron Young. I mean. Yep. Love it, man. Yep. Yeah, he, the he confidence sh- he would have if he heard about that, right? Yeah, he struggled for he struggled for like a month there. I think he missed a couple cuts, finished like t sixty or something, and then kind of popped up at St Andrews, almost won the damn thing. New caddy on the bag, but this place just kind of screams like Cameron Young. Like distance helps a lot around here. He seems to just hit the ball to fifteen feet on every single hole, and if he makes the putt, he makes birdie. It's pretty much how Cameron Young plays mm-hmm. golf. And I think this place yep. suits that perfectly. And one more guy for you. Um, I, I know you're a big Keegan guy. You're going with Keegan this week? No, I'm not going with Keegan this week. Oh, man, first time in a long time. You know, you love Keeks. Love Keeks, babe. Your whole pre-shot routine is based after him. Yep, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Who else you got? Uh, I just, I got one more top 20. I don't think I'm going to put anything on him to win outright, even though he's been very close multiple times over the last couple of months, but, uh, weird name, Denny McCarthy. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago. I think was it was John, John Deere, I think maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He ended up tying for you, six. Like, recited a bunch of his stats. And I was, I said, you should write Denny McCarthy's, uh, autobiography. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, and then so one of my friends. Yeah, we got like, Yeah, we got a tweet Danny about McCarthy that. Could write <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a tweet about that. We're not the smartest Oops. people. If you're if you're listening no. for us for the smarts, that's not you came in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he missed the weekend of last year's Rocket Mortgage, but he's been on a roll. T seven or better three times in the last four starts. T five at Memorial, and these are all or two of them are big tournaments. T five at Memorial, T seven at the U.S. Open. Those are loaded fields, and then T six at the John Deere. Um, his game also, mm-hmm. like he's not super long off the tee, but he's a great wedge player. I think strokes gained wise, he's the third best putter on tour this season. So I think this is a place that Denny could play really well at too. Yeah, I love that pick. Yep. So top 20 I'm plus 210 to for that. this week. Yeah. Me too. Donald Ross designed, so it's kind of a quirky little course. The gr- the surrounds around the greens are fun. The greens are fun themselves. Um, it's just a good golf course. Mm-hmm. I actually played... I don't know. You you might know this because I think you've probably played a decent amount of golf up here. Donald Ross actually has a decent amount of course, courses up here. Did you know that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've played Crotchet Mountain Country Club or golf golf course mm-hmm. or whatever they call it in. Um, do you know where that is in New Hampshire? It's near, no. Yeah. It's near Crotchet Mountain, obviously. But that's Donald Ross, Merrimack Valley and Methuen. Mass is mm-hmm. Donna Ross. I just played there a week uh, wow. Tuesday. After we, that's the, where yeah. I played on uh, last, last week. week. Yeah, it was Merrimack. Yeah, after our, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah I love Donna Ross fun. courses. I played uh, Pinehurst number two, one of his courses. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, see that name drop is better than mine. But yeah. Shot eighty six there. I mean, no biggie. Did you play any golf this weekend? Oh, I saw that you golfed through Masoon. Um, what did I just say? Yeah, no, I was like, we played golf and it, it rained on one hole. It rained like, it rained, it's classic Florida. Like this cloud stood over the 15th hole and just poured on it for like 50, 20 minutes. Like I put an Instagram story out and a buddy of mine who plays at our course, they play the back nine first and the front nine. And he texted me after. And he's like, I saw your video. It didn't rain on the front nine. <laughs> like yeah, It was pouring on the back nine across the street, classic Florida. That's insane. Uh, and it was just sunny outside. There wasn't a cloud in the sky on that IG yeah. story, and it was just dumping. Just dumping on us. And I got out there, and I two-putted for par. Like It was the best par. Twenty. I putted from like 20 feet, and the, the greens were so wet, I had to hammer the ball. I went up there, went in the hole, and the hole was complete water. It just sunk right to the bottom. Just, Damn. That's how much rain I got, like a 20-minute span. And then like, it cleared up, and it was fine. Humid as hell. But so I got to the driving range in the morning, wildly hung over from the night before a bunch of us went out for dinner and drinks and you know when you're hung over and like you just things kind of feel weird like the world feel, feels like a weird place i took my two hybrid out and i went to hit a shot and when i brought up when i took the club back everything felt strange i look back the club just split in two on the oh table. that was the picture on your t- it it literally just fell apart in your hands fell apart i was hung over as hell i'm like what what and my friend's like what i'm like what, <laughs> what the hell <laughs> on the takeaway like no impact it was just like club i bring it back and just the club just goes i'm done with you goodbye how's that Chef even possible breaks. i have no idea maybe because i left it in the car and like, like the summer of this the florida heat like I, t- I started taking my clubs out of the car now my friend's like you idiot you can't have your clubs in the car it's nine million degrees in there is that true? But it just totally shattered. I never knew that. The three my club, hybrid. My clubs never left my trunk when I left when I lived in Florida. Yeah, so I got my clubs on next to me. So with my three hybrid rocket balls, you know, they don't make rocket balls anymore. It's classic. And so uh, it's classic. I have some good news. We're back. Oh, you put a new shaft on it. Hell yeah. Oh, that's what Jason was giving you shit for on Twitter. He's like, dude, just yeah, get a new shaft. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, like rocket balls. I was like... <laughs> You know, I'm, I'll just go get a new, new, you know, new hybrid. But then I was in yesterday at uh, Edwin Watts getting my uh, irons regripped, and uh, I started talking to the guy. I'm like, "Hey, I got this old rocket balls. It just shattered. Like, how much would a reshaft be?" And he was like, "I have these old shafts that we pulled off of customers' clubs, and there's a good stiff, stiff. This is a Ventus Blue. That's a good one. You know, it's a, it's a good shaft. Yeah, and it he is. Goes, he goes, you give me." 40 bucks cash. No one asked. No, I'll just put it in there for you. What a guy. So I went to the ATM, took out two twenties, gave it to him. He gave me this shaft and I uh, got a new, pretty much new hybrid right here. For everybody out there, when me and Andy met for the first time in new Orleans, one of the first things he said to me was you can't, you, you got to get ready for this rocker balls hybrid. It's like yeah. the first thing you showed me when you got to the Airbnb, you're like, look at this fucking thing. <laughs> I used to have the Rocket Balls 3 wood, and I still have it, but it's like, it sounded like, it, I, you could hit the ball so far with a Rocket Balls 3, you really could, but it sounded like a baseball bat, like just hit like an aluminum bat in yeah. a baseball, like the sound on it was horrible, <laughs> it was like deafening, <laughs> I just couldn't do it, so I've had the Maverick uh, 3 wood now for a while, but this hybrid, this 19 degree hybrid, I can just, I know I'm going to hit it like 205 every time, so like when it broke. I didn't know what to do because you always have those par threes, right? They're like 198, 204 or something. Yeah. And this, so I'm, I'm excited to take this out and see what see what this new shaft is like. This is I pretty, know. It's a really good shaft. Yeah, it is. Um, 40 bucks. I love people that just go like, you know what? You give me cash. Edwin Watts doesn't need to know about this. I'll put this in. You, I'll get a good dinner tonight. There you go. Here's your 40 bucks. Yeah. That $40 went directly in his pocket. No shot the store got that. Yeah. No shot. When he first said it too, he's like, "You give me forty bucks, cat," and like uh, my brain didn't click. I'm like, "Give me forty. Oh, all right, yeah, I'll just give you forty bucks. Pop it in. See you later." Yep. I um, I bought myself so back in the day when Nike was making golf clubs. I bought. I don't even. This was after they were done making golf clubs. This is when like Dicks put everything on sale, like Nike club wise. I bought 
like vapor speeds or whatever, their last set that I ever made. That was like the only golf club I ever bought brand new. All the other clubs I've ever gotten in my entire life are from eBay or like sideline swap or one of those websites that you just buy you stuff mm-hmm. Two, what was that? Sunday, Sunday. I bought my first, uh, brand new club. Ooh. What'd yeah. You I, get? I got a new putter. Oh, wow. I know it's kind of a, I know putter for a lot of people is like a boring purchase, but it's the club you use the most. So I got a really nice one. Yeah. I don't know if I, don't know if I can't reach it. Um, I'll send you what a kind you get? after. So I was using a spider X, which I, that's what I was using in new Orleans when we were playing, mm-hmm. but I hated it. I learned that I don't like the mallet. I like blades better. So I got yeah. the newest ping answer. Um, oh, nice. And it's the all black one. So it kind of looks like Cam Smith's putter. I know Cam Smith uses Scotty Cameron. Oh, yeah, it's sick. Uh, but it's like all, it's murdered out. It's a graphite shaft, which I didn't know Ooh. was a thing. But it's literally yeah. all black and it's sick. That's nice. I don't think I, it's, I, it's right there. I have a putting mat behind this I mean, couch just, and it's directly, you, directly out of my reach. It's just right there. Have you been putting it. all in the house for like the last, since, since you bought it, you've been putting all day with it, buddy. I went to the range yesterday. I didn't even go to the range. I just went to the putting green. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. It's the best. So yeah, getting I, it, I getting got, new golf clubs is the best. Oh yeah, I got my I got my irons regripped yesterday, and now that I'm like I'm keeping the clubs in the house now to get them out of the car, and I just keep taking out the seven iron, just like oh that new grip, just like just total dorks, dude. No, like, oh, I, this feels great. That's not only you. I have a I keep in the living room. Where is it? It might be back there. Um, I just have an old nine iron from one of my old sets, and I just keep it around me. So every once in a while, when I get bored at work, I get up, take a couple swings, be like, oh that takeaway mm-hmm. feels different. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah. We're, we're idiots. Golf people are idiots. That's what we do. Idiots. Yep. What are you going to do though? And my, mm-hmm. my, uh, my handicap has gone back to single digits. I'm a nine, eight right now. I would say good for you, for a while. but that sounds but, like against the mission we're on right now. Yeah. It's just, we're, we're trying. So a friend of a friend of mine's playing in a member guest in two weeks in Michigan. And, uh, he shot an 83 the other day and he's a, he's like an 11 five, but he, he's not going to put the 83 in until after the member guest. And we're like, dude, that's 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 sandbagging at its definition. That is the definition of it. <laughs> he's like, no, I just want to do it after. Like, Yikes! No, like, he's the guy in our group where we're all like, you got to put like we we got to start handing in his scorecards at the club for them to put in because he's just he just forgets or he just doesn't want to, and he's the best eleven six in North Florida. Yikes! He routinely shoots like an eighty three, eighty four. Yeah, that's not a twelve. No, <laughs> that's just not a twelve. No, our course is fucking hard too. And like he's like, oh yeah, eighty-three. Like, put it in. He's like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get yeah, to it. eighty-three at a hard course. That's probably like a what a seven, an eight. Yeah. God. Yeah. Oh man, are you are you playing golf at all this week or what's going on? Yeah, we're gonna play our Saturday game. Um, I'm probably gonna go out today after work and play nine. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm off. I'm off at four. It's really nice out today. I might go play or might spend a couple hours hitting balls and then putting. Yeah, right now it's uh, 87 real field temp 101. Yikes! Here in Jacks. Yeah, it's 79 out right now. I think so. It's really nice out. It's been hot as hell though. But yeah, I'm getting ready next next Wednesday morning. I take off for Medina. Can't fucking wait. Oh, that's next Wednesday. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so uh, we're already at the 10-day weather for Chicago. I've checked it. Things are looking great. We're looking good. Perfect. That's what we'd love to hear. Yeah. Uh, one more th- one more good news thing. Tomorrow. You know what starts tomorrow? Uh, you, should, you should know because this is your main job. Wednesday. Oh, training camp, NFL training camps. Football season starts tomorrow. Yeah, it starts in September. Yeah, you're not, you're not a big like training camp preseason guy? I think it's good that it's back. I'm happy because it means we're pushing forward. But now it just becomes my Twitter feed just becomes like, oh, wide receiver caught a great pass down the oh sideline, looking good. Let me tell you something. I fell victim into that last year because like it was obviously we're Pats fans, so that was all Mac Jones. Like, oh, Mac Jones looked incredible at training camp today or whatever. Uh, but now that it's not that, I, that's just my entire feed is going to be that, and I'm going to be sick of it. Yeah. 
Ah, oh, he completed four of seven passes in a seven on seven. Drill. Did you um? Did you ever go? Did you ever go to training camp? No, I'm not a loser. No. <laughs> watch uh, watch guys practice. You've never have you done the um the um? I went last year for joint practices. Have you ever been to a joint practice before? No. Oh, joint practices are fun. We're talking about practice. Joint practices practice? are fun. We're talking about practice. Hell yeah. Practice. I'm a football. You're not my. I love football. You're not getting my Allen Iverson reference there, are you? Uh, how young do you think I am? We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Practice? Playoffs? Talk- but no, yeah, football is back. Our Sundays are about to get a lot better. I, I, I don't care about college football. College football, I don't watch it. I don't listen to it. I don't. Every, on Saturday, Twitter to me, I'm like, who are all these people that they're talking about? It is that's a tough look for us because I'm also not a college football guy, and I I do think it has something to do with I don't really like. I went to USF. We are Division One, but we fucking stink. So why am I going to watch USF football? Yeah, I don't have a team to root for. And we you grew know? up in Boston. I mean, there was no college football. Like the the BC could win the national championship. No one in Boston would care. No, not a single soul will care. And it is finally, no. and I'm looking forward to tomorrow to finally be back at training camp because all of a sudden the Red Sox stink. So it's uh, I got a couple of tweets about the Red Sox. I don't need to hear about the Red Sox. It's football season. You know, that's my cop out mm-hmm. now. So what are you going to do? Yeah. You got anything practice. else? Practice. We're got talking about You got anything else for the people? I got nothing else. I got nothing else. I am. It is a weird because it's a rocket mortgage. Who cares? I'm actually kind of excited. I like the golf course. There's a good enough field that I'm um, after kind of taking a week off from watching the PGA tour. uh, I'm ready to watch golf again. So and the playoffs are coming up. Our summer break is over. It's time to get back into it. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, we fought through this Wi-Fi stuff. We did it. My God. I feel like we got on our first call five hours ago. Uh, Everybody enjoy the golf this weekend. Enjoy the Rocket Mortgage, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday.